Also, good morning. It's good to see everyone. Mazel to Ali, who was away for Shabbos celebrating the bar mitzvah of his grandson, and to David and Penina. Much nachas from him and from all the grandchildren. <coughs> the, uh, this week's parasha, Parsha Shuma, begins the collections for the Malachas HaMishkan, where the Pasuk says that all of Klaus will donate Whoever was motivated to participate in the Malachas HaMishkan, the donat- their uh, donations were accepted. However, the, the, and this serves, as, of course, as a paradigm, not only for the building of the Mishkan, but ultimately for the building of the Beis HaMikdash. However, the Gemara Mesechtas Erechin discusses, even though all Palisot participated in the building of the Mishkan, was welcome to participate later on in the building of the Beis HaMikdash, um, the Gemara discusses, what about the possibility of an Oved Kechavim, one of the Umas HaElam, participating in the Binyan, not of the Mishkan, but of the uh, Beis HaMikdash. So the Gemara tells us in Mesechtas Erechin, Tana Chada, one so every Kechavim should not in the Dov, or the if he wants to donate, not necessarily to the building of the Beis HaMikdash, but to the upkeep, the Benek HaBais of the Beis HaMikdash, then we can't accept his donation. <coughs> but we have another Brisa, a Mikablin, then one is not allowed to accept his donation. So it's a contradiction between the two Brises. One is at the beginning, one is at the end. At the beginning, one is allowed. Uh, at the beginning, one is not allowed to accept even water and salt. One is not allowed to accept from them at the beginning. But at the end, uh, water and salt and uh, you know basic upkeep one can accept, but not something uh, distinct, something uh, that is uh, unique. That one cannot, uh, or you know, individualistic, one cannot identify, but one cannot accept. Um, from uh, an Akam who donates to the Beis HaMikdash. So the uh, Rashi explains that the concern here is that Betchila means at the beginning of the Beis HaMikdash, where he'll have, uh, you know, where uh, if he makes a donation, we have to be concerned that he's going he's to, you know, uh, delay in his uh, fulfillment of his pledge. And ultimately the whole project will be held up because he hasn't, commi- you know, followed through on his pledge. So he could hold up the whole project by pledging a big amount and it will be uh, held hostage by him. So that's one concern. The other concern is because they would do so maliciously. Uh, they might do so maliciously. We would hope a Jew. It's funny. We would hope a Jew would not do so. Um, uh, we would hope a, a, Jew, a Jew would not do so uh, for that purpose. And also, Rashi mentions that the pasuk says in Sefer Ezra, "Lo lachem lanu, lo lachem livnos beisalakenu." That the pasuk says in Sefer Ezra, they did not, they tried not to accept donations from the Umas HaElam when they were rebuilding the second base Hamikdash, so they shouldn't have l'shem uh, forest in the middle of our base Hamikdash, something that was identifiable that they donated. He could say, you know, this is my uh, shar, this is my, you know, my gate that I donated. So uh, it, therefore, at the beginning of the construction, when it's a Dover Mesuyam, or you know, when it's something that's uh, that could be uh, you know identifiable as his, we should not accept a donation from the from the from the Umas HaElam once it's built already. So then, if it's a, you know, we're making constructions, it's going to be a double machine where his name will be on it or something, something else will be recognizable as his. We still shouldn't accept it, but if it's for after it's been built already for the basic upkeep, the better bias, so then uh, he wants to make a donation, a contribution towards the maintenance of the base of Mikdash, and Rashi feels it's acceptable. Yeah. Rashi's logic doesn't work. Why? If you already built it, yeah. you can't delay it. And you put a plaque up, that's not allowed. But his logic doesn't work for that. If it's a do- either at the beginning, because it'll uphold the project, or it's later on, but it's something that's Mesuyam, he could say, this is mine. Fundraising organizations do that even after the organization is up and running. Find right. opportunities to have something that's Mesuyam, that's yours. 
We shouldn't do that. So either at the beginning where he'll, there's a fear he'll uphold the project, or even later on where there's something you can say, that's mine. We, we can't have it's that. It's okay for the Jew to say it's mine? To say, I donated this, you know, this thing, as opposed to just donating to the general maintenance fund. Yeah, yeah, of course. So a Jew, uh, the social pressure would be to pay your donation. Okay. Guy, you won't have that social pressure. Right? Oh, so you're saying... That, that's why... Uh, yeah, but I would hope the Jew wouldn't do so. I hear that. I hear you. I hear you. The Rambam warned this Gemara somewhat differently. The Rambam says, means We shouldn't accept any donations from the Oiv Dei Kachavim. if, you know, B'di'evet, you accepted it, so if it's not a Dover Misuyam, if it's not something that's recognizable, that's distinguishable, that's his, we can uh, keep it. If it's not something uh, that's, uh, that's, if it's something that's recognizable, we can't even keep it B'di'evet. So B'di'evet, you can keep better Kabayas, but uh, we shouldn't accept uh, we shouldn't accept any of it. That's in terms of a donation to the base Hamikdash. The second base Hamikdash. This was huh? Who built the second base Hamikdash? Ezra and he gathered together the funds to build it, and then Herod redid it. Yeah. What about though? This is a donation to the base Hamikdash, which of course is the subject of this week's parsha based on the, the Malach Hamishkan. However, what if uh, one of the Umas Ha'elam? And if the Kochavim wants to donate uh, funds to a charitable organization, is, uh, can we accept those funds? So the Gemara tells us in Mesechtas Baba Basra that that is also a concern. If Rahurmaz, A made the Shvormalka, if Rahurmaz was the mother of a Persian princess named Shvormalka, who appears intermittently throughout Shas, so Shadra Arba Mea Dinri Lekami the Ami. She sent a donation of 400 dinarim to Rabami for uh, you know, charitable purposes to distribute to the poor. Velay Kablinu, he rejected her donation. Shadrinu kameda Rava, she sent it before Rava, Kablinu, and he accepted it, Mishum Shlomachus, in order not to anger the, you know, the ruling, uh, you know, ruling party. Shama Ravami, Ikbit, Ravami got upset, he said, uh, he heard that Rava accepted, he said, how could you accept it? Amalei Leslei, Biyavish Kitsira Tishabarna, plus it says in Sefer Shayahu that when the stalk dries out, it will break, meaning when the Umas, uh, uh, when the, um, when the Zechusim of the Umas HaOlam have been depleted, so then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will break the rulership of the Umas HaOlam and uh, bring the Geula and bring us back uh, to Eretz Yisrael. So by giving them opportunities to perform mitzvahs, you are, in, a, you know, in effect, prolonging the Galos. <laughs> so why would you do that? When it dries out, it will break, and therefore we should not give them opportunities to perform mitzvahs. So how could Rav accept it? Rav only accepted it because he was afraid of the consequences of rejecting uh, the donation of the ruling party. Rav Ami was aware of the political you know, ramifications of rejecting uh, her donation, but he felt that if Rav was going to accept it, he should have distributed it not to the Jewish poor, but rather to the poor of the Oiv Kachavim. Rav also agreed. He, you know, it should be distributed to the Aniyah of the Kachavim, and that's exactly what he did. Rav Ami de Ikbid, this is not, you know, a unique situation to those times, he got upset because he didn't hear the whole story. They told him, their donation, you rejected, Rav accepted, and they forgot to mention, by the way, Rav only distributed to Aniyah of the Kachavim, he didn't distribute it amongst the Jewish poor. If you give it to Goyim, why do you need to go to Excellent. So, Frector Bochanan, once you're giving it to Aniyah Dikachavim, why do I need the consideration? Why is this not permitted even in the absence of Shalom Malchus? It should be permitted always. So, Bochanan derives from here, or infers from here, like the opinion of the Ran of the Sanhedrin, that it must be that there's a, an obligation uh, upon B'nai Noach 
to give tzedakah to other B'nai Noach, even though it's not found in the formal list of the Sheva Mitzvah's B'nai Noach, is giving tzedakah, but many expand the list of seven, assume perhaps it's seven examples, not an exhaustive list, and those seven examples might represent the category of any mitzvah that makes sense that we could arrive at on our own, and Itziv has, you know, numerous times throughout his commentary and Chumash, perhaps it includes Kibbut Aviyem, and certainly includes tzedakah, which are things that intuitively we, we recognize as, you know, right things to do. So those would also be included in the Sheva Mitzvah's B'nai Noach, and Rebbe derives from here, must be that's the case, because the Gemara even only allowed you to accept money which you were only going to distribute, because of the consideration of Shalom Alchus. In the absence of Shalom Alchus, we shouldn't even accept Tzedakah funds from Oivdei Kachavim, even to distribute to other Aniyei Oivdei Kachavim, because we're perpetuating the Golas, we're giving them an opportunity uh, to perform, uh, perform a mitzvah. Just, there's a greater mitzvah, says Rebbe to distribute it to Aniyei Yisrael. So we shouldn't give them the opportunity to perform that greater mitzvah of distributing it to Aniyei Yisrael. We should limit their zechus to Aniyei of Dikachavim. And even then, only because of the consideration of Shalom Alchus. Is, is so, there a greater mitzvah? That's what Bokhanan yeah. infers from this Gemara. Is there a greater mitzvah? It sounds like that's the inference of this Gemara. Yeah. Why don't there always a lot of Kabbanas? Oh, we'll get to your point. Fantastic. Excellent. We would prefer in the world that B'nai Noach not, <coughs> not observe mitzvahs B'nai Noach. So therefore, they have less Shibud. Excellent point. We'll get to your point also. Just <laughs> Excellent point. We're all on the same page. I did not say that. I don't think that's the answer. That's your conclusion. I, uh, get, let me get my lo saimu kame. I didn't get to finish my story yet. Let me finish my story. Is the Shibud based on Goyim not having mitzvahs or Jews doing Shibud? Well, I think it's a relationship between both. Yeah. I, I don't. Know. I'm, I'm asking. I think, no, that's a larger theological (laughs) issue. (laughs) Not really the context of Sunday morning shir, but we could another time. Who says we're not discriminatory? Exactly. So the, okay, I know. All right, so the Gwara tells him the Seth is, what emerges is that one should not really give opportunities to the Musa'elam to perform mitzvah, certainly even tzedakah, because of the uh, concern that, uh, that one is, go- in effect, prolonging the galas, because obviously it depends on our actions as well, but when the zechutzim of the umas um are depleted, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu ultimately will bring the galas, so we should not uh, give them opportunities to give tzedakah, certainly to Jewish causes. Uh, and if there is a consideration of Shalom Alchus, it should be distributed to Aniyei Oiv Dikachavim, not to Aniyei Yisrael. But ideally, in the absence of any consideration, shouldn't be, we shouldn't accept their tzedakah, even to distribute to any of the kachavim. There's another Gemara, though, Masech the Sanhedrin, which tells us the following, Chavavim Abbez, Amar of Nachman, Archei Dvar Acher, Potsulam Yedus. Usually, Dvar Acher refers to Chazer, refers to Chazer, but that's not what it refers to in this context. Archei Dvar Acher means someone who accepts money, uh, charitable funds, from of the kachavim. Is Pasul Yedus. Sigmar says, That's if he accepted it in public. If he accepted it in private, he is not Pasaliedos. And even before Hesia is only Pasaliedos, it's possible for him to, um, to uh, receive sustenance or to survive uh, you know, without it. I'm sorry, it's possible, I'm sorry, to receive this Sadaka funds in private. And he's doing it uh, gratuitously in public. It's not possible for him, you know, it's not possible for him to receive the sustenance or support without it. Then it's his chiyus and it's permitted even b'farhesia. So what this Gemara says, a person who accepts tzedakah from his b'farhesia is possibly edus. 
Um, and but if it's betzina, it sounds like it's permitted. And even if it's befarhesia, if it's chiyusehu, he needs it in order to uh, to support himself. Then it's permitted even befarhesia. Why is a person who accepts tzedakah befarhesia though, in the absence of chiyusehu, that he needs it to survive? Why is it permitted? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Why is he pasaliedos? So if you look at the Yad Ramah, that's the third bracket over here, the four lines from the bottom of his Gimel, the Yad Ramah says because uh, one is not supposed to accept charitable funds from Rebbe Kachavim. And over here, this person is accepting it, and he's not even embarrassed about it. So he's uh, walking around, and he's doing it before Hesia. So this person has no, you know, lacks a certain level of, uh, you know, just uh, social awareness or even embarrassment to the fact that he's doing something. He's taking illegitimate funds. He doesn't seem to care. So says the Yadama. Therefore, he's puzzled the end is when it comes to DNA Mominus. If you don't have a problem accepting funds from illegitimate sources, so then we can't trust you when it comes to monetary matters either. Siyad Ramah seems to limit it to the fact that it's because you, you lose your trustworthiness with regards to the legitimacy or illegitimacy of uh, monetary you know, sources of uh, funding because you're taking money from uh, what is ostensibly an illegitimate source from uh, donors who are Evdei Kachavim, and you don't have a problem with that, so you lose your nemanus, you lose your uh, trustworthiness when it comes to Dine Mamnus as well. You don't seem to have a problem with the source of, uh, of funding. Rashi and Rabbeinu Yehoinus and have a different perspective. Rashi there writes, Mekabwit stuck him in Anachim, Davichil Hashem. Your apostle, if you do this, if you do this before Hesia, because before Hesia there's a, an aspect of Chil Hashem. What is the Chil Hashem that's present? So Rabbeinu Yehoinus expands upon this. He explains because when one accepts charitable funds from Levdei Kachavim, so he's demonstrating, uh, he's implying that there, uh, there's uh, insufficient funds. And that could be found within Jewish uh, philanthropy and Jewish uh, donors. And therefore, by accepting from non-Jewish donors, they're highlighting the fact that uh, we don't have uh, the ability, the wherewithal, to support ourselves, or the dedication or the interest in supporting ourselves. So that itself creates a, a, a dynamic of Chil Hashem. On that, on that point, yeah. can you say that the, the community should be puzzled because it's their fault he's taking money from... Why blame him? Because he he's highlighting it. He's highlighting it. But Sina, he's hiding it is okay, but so before Hesir, it's a Chil Hashem? So there's an aspect of Chil Hashem, but Sinai, there wouldn't be the aspect of Chil Hashem. And then even before Hesir, if he needs it, you say who, then it's allowed, huh? What if the community doesn't look at his Chil Hashem? They should. It's embarrassing. Okay. It is. It should be a Chil Hashem. It should be a Chil Hashem. So, in fact, this is the way the Levush quotes it in Shulchan Aruch, that if uh, one accepts uh, donations from uh, non-Jewish sources, charitable donations, he's possibly aid this because of Achil Hashem, that he's highlighted the fact that we don't have an interest in supporting, a sufficient interest in supporting Jewish causes. For that reason, based on this argument of Rabbeinu Yohannesson and Rashi, and that's the way the Levush accepts it, so there was an organization, I think it's still around, called the uh, Inter- International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Which is an uh, Eretz Yisrael called Karen Yedidus Yisrael, which raises money from evangelical Christians to support Jewish charitable causes in Eretz Yisrael, and they are quite extensive in what they support. So, in 2010, in Tavshin Ayin, Rebbe Yashiv publicized Absak that he felt that Jewish organizations should not accept charitable funds from the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews because they publicize the fact that there's <laughs> insufficient interest. That's their part, that's their, that's their pitch, is that the Jews are not supporting their own causes, and therefore the evangelical Christians have to step in and support it, and they do a lishma, which we'll get to makes a difference uh, later on why that makes a difference, but they do a lishma, and 
there was an argument made that they use it. Uh, there are Christians. This organization was started by a Jewish guy, but there are uh, organiza- other organizations that use this their participation uh, to missionize uh, people and to demonstrate the you know the the lack of the the, uh, the the continuity that exists within the Jewish community. You know to highlight the kind of Christian narrative. So Rabbi Yashif felt that this is mamish, literally creating the chilah Hashem that they were concerned about, and therefore organizations do not accept funds from international fellowship of Christians and Jews. But they are quite, um, the reason why this became an issue in 2010 is they demanded that organizations that accept their funds publicize that they accept their funds. So then, uh, why? Because they wanted to use it for their uh, literature, that we're supporting these list of causes. They used to do it anonymously, and then they, they demanded that it be public. So then Rabbi Yasser said that it could create a dynamic of Chil Hashem, and, uh, and he, uh, he, uh, he argued that one should not accept funds from them. Yes, yeah, because of Sanhedrin. We'll get to, we'll get to how to resolve that there seem to be differences between Baba Basu and Sanhedrin. Is the Hashem a disqualification phases? Yes. So there's a sense. Any, any, any Hashem. Yes. And how we oh, in general, Chil Hashem? We could discuss Chil Hashem right. in another context. Okay. Yeah. Then Rabbi Yashiv went so far as to say, and anybody who doesn't listen to my psak is posteliedus. That's <laughs> oh, uh, cherry on top, because he's, he's, he's perpetuating Chil Hashem, and he's right. Was it accepted? Huh? Was it no. Oh. I don't know. I have to check the organizations that accept charitable funds. They were donating a lot of money to a lot of organizations. Uh, yeah. So what is this, um, why is it permitted though, but for Hesif it's Chiyusehu. What does Chiyusehu mean? So Rabbeinu Yohannes on there writes in the brackets of Ois Gimel that it's because This is the old principle of If you need the money in order to survive, you don't have to give up your money rather than violate this prohibition of accepting charitable funds uh, from Oivdei uh, Kachavim. However, many argue that that cannot be, it, can, it cannot be taken literally because we don't have the Gemara go out of its way with regards to every other halacha in the Torah with, you know, with rare exceptions to tell us, by the way, if there's pikuach nefesh, you're allowed to violate this halacha with the exception of Gilarash, Shrikh, Hazdam, and Avedazar. Why here, by Hilchot Tzedakah and accepting charitable donations from Avdei Kachavim, would we go out of our way to say, by the way, if it's Chiyusehu, then it's permitted. Obviously, if it's Chiyusehu, who is permitted. That's the old principle of pikuach nefesh. So therefore, many suggest that we're not discussing real pikuach nefesh, but rather somewhat of a lesser threshold. So the Arach HaShulchan here says, when he's discussing this issue, he says, of course, the minute was to accept charitable donations from Avdei Kachavim, um, even since it was necessary, it was allowed. Now, necessary, or you know, it was a you know important need, a doichik rav, or there's a tremendous pressure. It does not imply pikuach nefesh. Pikuach nefesh, we use different language than hadoichik rav. It sounds like there was great pressure, and therefore it was allowed. So Ramosha has a similar argument as well over here. Yardes and Kufiyot Zayin, where he was asked by a charitable donation that wanted to honor um, as their honoree in the hopes that he would bring in his friends to donate to their organization, uh, but they were doing so in a very public manner. He was going to be the honoree at the dinner. So Ramesha says, if we owe it's a politician and we owe him for that which he did for organization, without a doubt one can honor him as an expression of which surely we owe to many of the that assist Jewish charitable organizations. But here they were doing it to honor him in the hopes that he would bring in, not as, a, you know, as, a, as an expression of hoping he would bring Bring in his friends to donate to the organization. So they were accepting uh, donations from, since we have the Kachavim, Bifar Hesia. 
you know, in, in that uh, in that kind of setting. So Ramayusha said that he thinks that it is uh, permitted because if, if on the you know with the with the proviso with the condition that the organization can't survive without it. He said if you have another honoree that you could bring in that will support the organization the same way, that's preferable. But if the organization can't survive, meaning not that anyone's going to necessarily life will be in danger imminently. But the organization, which hopefully does good things and is not a redundant organization, but the organization that does good things, charitable things, so the organization can continue without this kind of support. That's called chiyusehu. You know, it's somewhat distant from Pikuach Nefesh. That's called chiyusehu. Ramosha felt it can be allowed. He said better to get a different honorary, but it make her didn't. Ramosha felt it was permitted. Are you saying all blames there of the the Aruch Hashulchan raises that issue. We'll get to we'll get to your point in a second. The um, Taz though raises a problem. Yeah. Uh, under that definition, you you wouldn't say that the international fellowship of Christians and Jews is permissible under Rav Moshe's headcount. Because these organizations needed to survive. That was originally why they accepted to do it. You know why they accepted the funds. But when they're highlighting the Chil Hashem aspect of it, you know that that we're stepping in where the Jewish donors uh, failed. So since they're kind of making the point, I think Rabbi Yasha felt that that was, that was uh, too much, you know. Yeah. One could have made your argument that we need this in order to survive, and then, you know, the organizations need in order to survive, in which case it can be permitted. But when they're kind of, that's their, uh, you know, that's their narrative, so then he felt it was, but you're right, that, that's, that's the counter-argument. Is that Chiyusehu, we need it in order to survive, and therefore, not even Pikuach Nefesh, these organizations need it in order to survive, and they're doing good things. And therefore, it should be, it should be allowed. There's also Dati Lumi rabbis, also, Mohdan Yasha. Oh, well, well, with this, yeah, yeah. So the uh, Tazdo raises a discrepancy between the Gemara Baba Basra and the Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara Baba Basra, if you remember, told us one is not supposed to um, uh, elicit or accept donations from Oiv De because by uh, giving them the opportunity to perform mitzvahs, we are perpetuating, we're prolonging the Golos. And if one, uh, you know, can only be permitted then under, under the, under, you know, when there's a condition of Shlom Alchus, when there's a fear that if we don't accept the donation, we'll anger the ruling party. And even then, it should only be distributed to Aniyah of Dikachavim. But yet, the Gemara in Sanhedrin says, person who's only puzzled if he accepts it, Bifra and if it's Bitsina, it's permitted. And even Bifra Hesia, we said, if it's Chayusehu, if we need it in order to allow the organization to continue, then it can be allowed even Bifra Hesia. But Bitsina, the Gemara seemed to say he's not even Pasuliyedus and implied that there's no problem. What happened to the problem of the Gemara Baba Basra, Yavish Kitsir to Shabarna, that by giving them the opportunity to perform mitzvahs, certainly by donating to Jewish causes, even, to giving to the, even distributing it to non-Jewish charitable causes, was only permitted under the guise of uh, Shlom Malchus. So that's the kasha that the Taz raises, this discrepancy between the Gemara Baba Basra and the Gemara in Sanhedrin. So look over here, Oizvavah Kasha, the Bereshe Tira Lekabo Betzino, the Gemara in Sanhedrin allows us to accept Betzino, what happened to the concern that we are providing with opportunities to perform mitzvahs, which is therefore going to prolong the goals? So the Drisha uh, suggests that perhaps that Gemara and Baba Basra, Rav Ami and Rava, were not accepting the funds for themselves. They were Gaboid Stuck who were distributing it to others. So a Gaboid Stuck to distribute it for others, where he himself personally doesn't need the funds. He should not give them the opportunity to perform a mitzvah by taking their money and distributing it to Aniyah. However, the Gemara in Sanhedrin is discussing a person who himself needs the funds. Ah, so if he himself needs the funds, even if it's not chiyusehu, even if it's not, you know, that he needs it in order to survive, you know, even uh, in, a, in a more expanded definition of survival, but it's not pikuach nefesh, 
But even uh, if he, he just needs the money, it would be helpful. So it's an individual, though, who himself is going to benefit from the funds, then Bitsina, it can be permitted. So he says, Since he himself is benefiting, is permitted. If it's uh, someone who's going to distribute it to others, it cannot be allowed in order to be Mahana others. So the, the Taz is not uh, happy with the answer of the Drisha. He says, How can I prolong the Golos? Because I benefit from the funds. If we're prolonging the Golos by accepting uh, donations from uh, donors or of the Kachavim, so why should there be a difference between whether it's a Gabai who's an intermediary who's distributing the funds or it's the person himself who's benefiting? So therefore, the Taz or, uh, suggests a different distinction, that uh, it matters what the Yavik HaChavim, or who he has intention to distribute it to. He says, the Gemara Baba Basra, Eime Ifra Hurmiz, the mother of Shformalka, the Persian princess, had a mind to distribute it to the, um, had a mind to distribute it to, specifically to the Jewish poor. That's why Rav Ami didn't accept it. He felt, I can't give it to the non-Jewish poor. That's not what she asked when she gave the money. The understanding was that she gave it to the Jewish poor. So therefore, he didn't want to take the money and then siphon it off uh, for, the, for the non-Jews because she had in mind when she gave the money for Jewish uh, causes. So if they have in mind Jewish causes, so then uh, the Taz feels that, and then it's inappropriate to accept the funds uh, because uh, uh, we're giving them the opportunity to perform you know, the greater myths of supporting Jewish causes, and that will prolong the Golas. The Gemara in Sanhedrin is discussing a situation where there was uh, charitable funds that were available from a source of Evdi Kachavim, but it wasn't directed to the Jewish community, it was directed at large. So there, in that kind of setting, the Taz feels that it is permitted. See, right? It's over here. Um, has in mind specifically the Jewish poor. There, there's a greater malka. That's the situation which was discussed by Shvor Malka. But, he doesn't have a mind specifically Jews. Then one can accept it as long as it's not Befarhesia, uh, as long as it's, uh, as long as it's Betsina, it can be accepted. That's the opinion uh, of the Taz. And that doesn't affect the Golas? Huh? doesn't affect the Golas? They don't get a Shkosfit? Sounds like it does, but in a minimal way. And therefore it could be tolerated. It's not a great answer because the Gemara said it's only permitted under the situation of Shlom Malchus even to distribute to Tani of the Kachavim. But I guess if they don't have a, you know, it's kind of available funds. So funds we'll there. get to the government funds right so now. This, yeah. this fellowship yeah. actually has a lot of political implications. So this Epstein is the guy who started it. And right. the fact that he has the evangelicals supporting, they're yeah. happy, they support political causes Correct. which support Israel. Right. So turn them off would have tremendous implications in certain red states. Correct. Yeah. For support of Israel in general. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, so there's a lot of... Political uh, implications besides the tzedakah, which they raise an awful lot. Uh, there's a million implications. I'm just telling you what took place in 2010. There's a, it's, a, it's a controversial issue, it's accepting stucker from them. There's a counter-argument that these organizations needed to, to... And I don't know how much it is a part of their narrative. If it's run by a Jew, I don't know how much it's part of their narrative that we're stepping in where the Jewish sources are not available. Yeah, but to really yeah. point, you could turn this whole argument off if we just establish who are, who are Obi Kahana. Right. Is there a parallel concept about Jews giving to... Yeah, we're supposed to. There's a mafarnas in Ani Akum im Ani Yisrael, but Mishum Darke Shalom. That's a Mishnah Mesechtas Gid. No, 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 first you give to Ani Yisrael. 
Yeah. Well, you're supposed to do it together, not to, to, to distinguish. Oh, it's together, not to distinguish? It says, It says, It's a Mishnah Masech Tizgin, on Dav Samo. Mepharnas in Aniyei Nachrim, Im Aniyei Yisrael, Mishum Darke Shalom. Mishum Darke Shalom. Another distinction can be made. It's made by the Orachim. HaKadosh has comments on uh, both on Yeridea, called the Pre-Toar, as well as uh, on this part of Hilchot Staka, called the Rishon Litzion. So over here, Oishches, the Orachim HaKadosh writes, Hainira Loimar, that, uh, no, that Gemara is talking about where the funds were donated uh, by a ruling party. See, the Gemara Masechtas Baba Basra is donated by Ifra Hormuz, Eime de Shformalka. Ephra Hormuz, the mother of Shormalka, was a Persian princess. So says the Archaim Makadosh, a compelling argument. If we accept her donation, then she will continue in her uh, role as the monarch, and that will prolong the Golos. But an individual, Oyved Kachavim, wants to donate to a Jewish cause, just because he has the chusim, why should that prolong the galus for all of uh, for all of Kali Israel and enable all of the umos to remain in power? Because one individual Avi Kachavim performed uh, a mitzvah. It's only when it's Ifra Hormuz, Amy Malka, who was a uh, political figure, then we have to be concerned that she's doing something on behalf of the entire community of Avi Kachavim, and that will prolong the galus. So if they're political leaders. This would help us with the issue that was raised uh, earlier uh, with uh, the Rambam. The Rambam over here writes in Parakut of Hilchus Malach, Malach Yud. Uh, at the end of Hilchus Malach, the Rambam tells us that if a non-Jew would like to volunteer to perform one of the mitzvahs, he's permitted to do so. Uh, may, I don't know if encouraged to do so, but permitted to do so, as long as it's not Shabbos, uh, or of course Talmud Torah, which are off-limits uh, to the non-Jewish population. But if he wants to participate in any other, other one of the mitzvahs of the Torah, he is uh, permitted to do so. And therefore the Ramam writes, We don't prevent them for performing the mitzvah. And therefore if he gives tzedakah, if he provides us with tzedakah, so says the Rambam, we can't accept that stucca for Ania Yisrael. Nothing stucca makabalim in We accept it. So here the Ram is discussing a Ger If a person is not only, uh, uh, this is the only Benoch the Ram will entertain who doesn't call Avi Kachavim. If a person keeps, uh, you know, uh, promises to keep off the Shavim Mrs. Benoch because they were given to Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai, so then he can live within the Jewish community. And if he wants to perform one of the mitzvahs of the Torah, we wouldn't prevent him from doing so. And if he gives tzedakah, we can even accept it for Jewish sources. Even if he's not a Ger Toshav, he hasn't formally accepted to keep the Shavim Mrs. Benoch because they were given to Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai, but he's an Akum, Shanos and Stokum, and we can distribute it to non-Jewish, uh, to the the the, the, anie, uh, the non-Jewish poor, not for Jews. That's the Gemara that we had earlier in in Baba uh, Basra. But the Kesef Mishnah asked, but one minute that was only permitted, even you know, in the context of Shlom Malchus. We only even that we only allowed because of the uh, the donation was given by the ruling party, and we have to be concerned that they, you know with the reaction if we reject their donation. But in the absence of Shlom Malchus, Esikesif Mishnah, we can accept donations from uh, Aniyeh, from Oivdei Kachavim, even to distribute to Aniyeh Oivdei Kachavim. 
So, but according to the Archaim HaKadosh, we could answer that that's different. And this perhaps would and, you know, open up the discussion about not just performing mitzvahs in general, is that that does not prolong the golos. It's when it's a ruling party who performs a mitzvah, which represents the entire community of Avdei Kachavim. That gives us chus to the entire community, and that could, in theory, prolong their you know, uh, position of power, and could, in theory, prolong the golos. But an individual who wants to give, uh, so we can't accept it for Aniye Yisrael, uh, you know, but we can accept it if it's uh, only if the person is a Geritoyshav, he formally accepts to keep the Shavim Zibnei Noach, because they were given to Meshav Ben Arasina, could we accept it for Aniyah Yisrael? We find it's very common among our Gedolim, yeah. all, all, all across, to yeah. discuss America as a Malchus of Chesed. Yeah. Aren't we just basically giving credit for prolonging the Gullus as a Malchus of Chesed? You're asking heavy questions, I don't know. But we, they, they do do chesed for us, yeah. so we can't. We have to acknowledge that and have a karas atoyed. I understand, but that yeah. chesed is prolonging the gullus. I don't know if it is or it isn't. Maybe it's, per, maybe it's, uh, it's precipitating the gullus. Maybe this is the first step. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't presume to know, uh, to know these things. The uh, or, or Sameach has in the tshuva, and it's also found in the tshuva, so the Buchacharov called chesed lavram, that... Um, who have a, a somewhat of a different uh, distinction, and that is that they argue it should be permitted to accept the funds if it's given for their own purposes. The Gemara Masechlis Baba Basu, which told us when you're not supposed to accept charitable funds if it's coming from uh, donors who are of the Kachavim, is because she was giving the money for altruistic reasons. She was giving it to support the Jewish poor. And she didn't even want, you know, necessary recognition because of it. She just wanted to do the right thing. The Gemara in Masech, the Sanhedrin, perhaps, which allows it, uh, as long as it's taking place B'tzinah, and it's not before Hesed, which can create a situation of Chil Hashem, why is it permitted B'tzinah, even without the consideration of Shlomachus, is because there they were giving the funds for their own purposes. You know, to curry favor with the Jewish community, or perhaps to spur economic uh, growth. That's the suggestion of the Orsameach. And the Buchacharov and his Chuvis uh, Chesed Lavram. And if they give it for, for you know, ulterior motives, for their own personal benefit, then there's no mitzvah of tzedakah to speak of in the first place, at least with regards to Evdikachavim. The Gemara says over here in Isaiah, if a Jew gives money for his chus for Rafuah, or gives a money tzedakah for Parnassah, as a chus for him, so then that, such a thing is a mitzvah, and that's wonderful. However, if Ivy uh, Kachavim gives um, tzedakah for that reason, so the Gemara evokes the Pasuk and say from Mishlei, over here in the middle of the first line, v'chesed l'umim chatos, chesed for the umas ha'elam is considered to be an avera. What is that referring to? It's referring to, says Rabbi Lazar, to an Ivy Kachavim who gives tzedakah for his own benefit, for his chus, for himself, for refuah or for parnasa, it's not considered to be a mitzvah. So the Gemara says, why is it not considered to be a mitzvah when it comes to Evdi Kachavim? So the Gemara explains, and it's fleshed out by the Marsha, that it's because uh, if a Jew gives tzedakah for his chus, for refuah, for parnasa, even if he doesn't end up getting the refuah, the parnasa, he's happy he gave the tzedakah in the first place. That might have been what motivated him to do it, but he never regrets the tzedakah that he gave, even if he doesn't receive that, which he hoped to receive in return. But Rabbi Kachavim, who gives tzedakah with that kind of ulterior motive, if it doesn't work, they regret the tzedakah that they gave in the first place, so therefore it's not even a mitzvah of tzedakah you know, to begin with, and it's not prolonging the gullus. So therefore, argues Or Sameach and Buchacharov that if they give uh, funds um, for their own purposes, even if it's directed specifically to the Jewish community, but it's for their own purposes, to carry favor with the Jewish community, to spur economic growth, then it can be permitted. So based on these, uh, many of these kulos, so the, the Kleisenberger Rebbe writes in his Chubas Divrei Yatsev, that the Jewish community can accept government assistance. Number one, 
we have the heter, even if it's charitable assistance, we have the heter of the Taz. The Taz said that if it's given indiscriminately, both to Jews and to non-Jews, it's as much less of a schus that's involved, and therefore, um, and therefore, uh, the, you know, it can be directed even towards, uh, towards Jewish recipients. So over here, the, the, you know, the government assistance, um, first of all, there are Jews that donate to the government. We all pay our taxes also. So there are Jews that are paying for some of these government assistance programs, uh, which is a good, yeah, it's a com- com- donation which is compelled. But, you know, that uh, we're also paying taxes. I don't know, how, but I'd say the majority is coming from non-Jewish sources. So that's um, certainly one consideration, but also it's uh, it's not directed specifically towards the Jewish community. It's open to all recipients who qualify. But even more so, you have the head of the Orsamech and that of the Buchacharov, and that is that the, those assistance programs are offered for a reason. They're offered to spur economic growth, and if they don't, they're going to cut the program. Or it's offered to cover curry favor with their political constituents, and if it doesn't you can be sure that they'll cut the programs. So since it's given for those uh, reasons, and it's given indiscriminately, so then uh, government assistance um, is, uh, is, is, even charitable assistance is permitted. The Arach HaShulchan has a final um, suggestion, which is not really accepted by the other uh, Paiskim. He argues, ah, you know why it's permitted to accept uh, charitable donations, because this whole thing is only in Asmach to be He says over here, Oizdawen, this is for Ruby. He says over here, Dafdawid. He says near in the second line of Dafdawid, nearly the BMS, Amy Gather Hilashem Kla, what kind of Khilashem? It's not proper for the Jewish community to require tzedakah from acherim. We should be self-sufficient. It's Whenever there's any kind of pressure or you know, pressing need, it can be allowed. And then he continues on and he says, the Rambam allowed us to accept tzedakah from Geirei Toshav, who formally accepted Shev and Mitzvah Enoch because it was given to Moshe Rabbeinu at Harsinai. So he says over here at the last line of Oistah, speaking to Shai's point, Ve'ein beinenu we the Umas Ha'ilam that are surrounding us are all basically keep uh, the Sheva Mitzvahs and they don't have the status of Avdei Kachavim. This, of course, is a larger issue which touches on the Heta Mechira uh, in Eretz Yisrael, which touches on Amir Lenachri every Shabbos. If we're going to endow all non-Jews with the status of Geri Toshev, we'll have Nafkaminas to selling land to them in Eretz Yisrael, which, of course, is the basis for the Heta Mechira. We'll have Nafkaminas here. We can't ask a non-Jew to turn the light on for us on Shabbos if it by accident goes out because he's a Geri Toshev. So there are a lot of Nafkaminas with regards to this issue. It's a big issue. Should we de- attribute them, you know, the status of Geri Toshev? And most have rejected that notion because even if they have accepted to do the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach, they have not accepted to do so, even if they have, they have not accepted to do so uh, because uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was given the Sheva Mitzvahs that, uh, you know, they were commanded to do so because Moshe Rabbeinu told them to do so and he received it at uh, Har Sinai from the Reban Shalom. So to endow them with the status of Geri Toshev just to accept charitable donations to me doesn't seem appealing. But, uh, you know, under these circumstances, either it's not directed to the Jewish community or they have something to gain, then it can be permitted. Yeah. You know, there's something between Ovdeh Kachavim and Ger Tosha. Correct, that's the basis that's, for the Hatamechira. Yeah. That's Miri, I mean. Yeah. Miri, but. Right. Know. So, why do we have to go to Ger Tosha? Why do we have to go there? You could. Ger Tosha technically is somebody who resides in Israel. Uh, no, it means he. Te- no, 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 it means he can reside in right. Israel. Yeah. Among the Jews. Yeah, but it's a much larger issue. Some halachas depend on that middle status, meaning if he's not Ovdeh Kachavim, but he's not yet Ger Tosha, maybe that's what the Hatamechira is based on, but. but but for the most part, I mean, we're just fitting into the categories that we have. That's the Rambam says that. In order to be a Gertosh, you have to be there. 
Yeah, the the even though we're not supposed to accept charitable donations from non-Jews without you know without the, the conditions that we described, the Gemara says um, you know let's say if it's directed towards Jews or it's uh, you know it's not given for their own uh, you know personal uh, curry favor the Jewish community for altruistic reasons and certainly if it's for Hesse, we should not accept donations uh, from non charitable from a non donors or kachavim. Yet the Gemara tells them this erch and an kachavim can donate. A uh, candle or a menorah to the base Haknesses. And in fact, Azruk, the Arab, donated the menorah to the base Haknesses of Rabbi Yehuda. So Tysus asks, how could this be permitted? We're not allowed to accept donations from uh, uh, donors who are of the Kachavim. So Tysus says, a donation to a shul is different. That's like a carbon. He says over here, of course, when the Gemara Masech does Nazir, that the Pasuk <coughs> says in Parashas Amar, Ish Ish, in connection with donating the Dharma and the Davis, Karbonus in the base of Mikdash, the Pasuk says Ish Ish, a man, a man, to include even an Ove Kachavim is allowed to make a donation to bring a carbon in the base of Mikdash, the Dharma and the So making a donation to a shul is kind of like a uh, donation to the base of Mikdash, bringing a carbon nether and a which is permitted for our Kachavim. Why should that be any different than Staka? So there goes Hashri, that's his commentary on the Rosh. Over here, Oisid Alpha, Mesechlis Baba Basar explains in the last line, Lafish Nedarm Vinadavos, Aimbon Lachapir. Tzedakah, as we know, serves as a great kapar. Tzedakah Tatzel Mimavis. However, Nedarm Vinadavos are his chus, but it's not the same kind of kapara that we have to be concerned will prolong uh, the goas, Biyavish Kitsira Tishabarna. So if he wants to make a donation to the uh, shul, so then that can be allowed. Because of this distinction of Taisvis, so the Ramah draws the following conclusion. The Gemara says over here in Oisid Beis that we cannot accept a carbon from a Mumar, from a Jew who doesn't keep Shabbos B'Farhesi, Machal Shabbos B'Farhesi, or a Mumar, who's Dino Ka'akum. Even though they're Dino Ka'akum in the status of a non-Jew, in a certain sense they're worse. A non-Jew can accept a carbon from the non-Jew, but you cannot accept a carbon from a Mumar. The Gemara says in Masech L'Schulun on Hei Amid Aleph, Mikem, Ish Kiyakov Mikem, the first post in Parshas Vayikra, Sef Vayikra, Vomikem Velokulchem, from you but not all of you. You can't accept a carbon from a Mumar. So therefore says the Ramah in Hilchah Tzedakah that we can't accept charitable donations from the non-Jew, um, but you can accept a donation to a Beis HaKnesses, Avalom in a Mumar. But not from the Mumar. If he wants to donate to the Beis HaKnesses, no, because we said donating to the Beis HaKnesses is permitted, that has the status of a carbon, but we can't accept a carbon from a Mumar. You can accept a carbon from an uh, Avikachavim, but not from a Mumar. So you can't accept a donation to the Beis HaKnesses either from the Mumar. And the Shah quotes from the Mabit, who disagrees with this uh, comment of the Ramah, and says, no, what, what the Rishonim meant to say is that it's not Tzedakah that has the same effect of Kapara as Tzedakah. No one meant, though, that it's exactly like a carbon. It's permitted for an Avikachavim to give it because it's not as great as Chus as Tzedakah. But it never meant to say it's a carbon and therefore we should not accept it from a Mumar. So therefore, the Mabit and many others allowed it. That was the position of the Samsaif and others, is that one can accept donations, even uh, certainly Tzedakah one can accept from Mumrim. There's no fear of Biyavish Ketzir Tishabarna, of course, uh, from the Jews who don't keep the Torah and the Mitzvahs. But even donations to a shul, which might have the status as a carbon, one, uh, according to the Mabit and many other Achorinim, one can accept even to a shul, even though we don't accept a carbon from a mumar, it's probably, that's, uh, Ramah says you can't accept a donation to a shul, we probably assume this doesn't have the status of a carbon and can be accepted. And certainly in our times, when many of the mumrim are tinogosh and they're not ideological mumrim, 
but rather practical mumrim, they never received the proper education, one could accept a donation even to a Beis HaKnesses from, uh, from, the, from the Mumar. But even though one can accept final comment, even though one can accept a donation from Oivdei uh, Kachavim to a shul, the Steichemen, and Rebavadi Avetshuv and the Abi Oimer, that, uh, and the Tzitzel also has, if he wants his name on the building, he could donate to the Beda Kabayis, so he wants to even donate the Menorah or the candles, that's permitted, but if he wants his name on the building, or even to a charitable donation, a charitable organization, not a shul, he wants his name on the building, so even though we discussed many possibilities of being lenient, if he wants his name on the building, that's Mamish, that's the, that's the Chil HaShem that we're all concerned about, is that it will seem as though he's, uh, you know, first of all, the Beis HaKnesis is like a Beis HaMikdash, that should be built with, uh, with Jewish sources, as we had the Puskin say for Ezra to begin with, but even without that, even if it's a charitable organization, so then, um, so then uh, it kind of highlights the point that we're lacking funds in the Jewish community to support our own causes. Certainly in Yushalayim, the, the Tzitzel Leezer quotes over here from the Rambam, the Rambam says over here, last thing, he says, last line, we can't even accept in Yushalayim to accept donations from Oiv Dei even to build a wall, or even to support the, uh, the uh, you know, the, the sources of water, the, uh, the plumbing. We can't allow it. Shenamar v'lachem ein chelek v'zikarim b'yishalayim. Pasuk is safer nechemia. So, particularly in Eretz Yisrael, we have to, uh, we have to make sure that it's all from Jewish sources. But this serves as motivation for all of us. We therefore have to step up to the plate and make sure we're supporting Jewish causes. Yeah.